Hello everyone and welcome to a new episode of Business with the Stars. My name is Najma and in our Mental Health Friday episode today, we are going to cover the topic of returning to the office uh, after everything that happened this year and the mental health impact uh, for employees and how to support uh, your employees as a business owner. So I just thought that this topic uh, was really relevant and important given that right now uh, in many countries a lot of people are going through the second lockdown and some of us, because I am right now uh, in France, are going out of that phase slowly. So we started the first phase last week that was announced by our president. So we can now, let's say, freely um, go out, but it's a, we have limited times of three hours. So, and I mean, this is just how it's going on in France, but I know that in the U.S. is a little bit the same in other countries in Europe. Um, so a lot of different companies and employees are going through, obviously, all of this together and everything obviously is new right because this is a situation that started uh giving the covid um virus so i just thought really uh that is extremely important uh because i'm seeing a lot of different posts as well uh especially on linkedin because that's the professional platform that is out there uh, where a lot of different companies are actually pushing more and more for people to work remotely uh, and even new joiners actually to start to work remotely. So really, I, I just thought that the title of Support Employees Mental Health to Return to the Office, again, like I said, was very relevant and it still is, um, just to give my opinion and especially for um, small businesses, uh, what the impact is and could be uh, if that's actually something that is going to be uh, on a long period of time. So the first point that we are going to cover uh, today is the cost of saying or doing nothing. The second point is going to be how to rethink your policies and management style. And then the third point is going to be about telling your own story. So let's jump right into our first point, the cost of saying or doing nothing. So a lot of uh, people, and including obviously business owners, are scared. And regardless of the reasons, whether you're scared that your business won't last if customers are not coming or not calling, uh, or just don't think that what you're selling or doing is more relevant because they want to put their money somewhere else, or because you're scared because you're an employee, you don't want to go to work, you don't want to meet people um, that are outside your environment and you feel safer when you stay at home with the same kind of people. Um, a lot of different scenarios are there, but the fact is a lot of us uh, are actually scared or actually uh, anxious uh, about being in contact with other people in general. So the, this, this feeling of fear, uh, if it was before, for instance, uh, because it's always a tough situation in, in general anyway to meet new people, to go to a customer meeting. 
so a lot of us anyways uh, I know that it was all it has always been my case obviously because it asked a lot of us uh, to be confident to be assertive uh, to make sure that you have all of your uh, let's say communication and speech ready when you're going to meet a new person especially for work uh, when you add the health part and the hygiene part sometimes it can become very very tough to just do your job um, normally even for just the very small task so the cost of doing nothing about it or not even talking about it uh, as a business owner uh, to your employees is that you're really going to allow a lot of different issues to just happen so it's not about uh, pushing people a lot to come back to work but it's about making them comfortable and showing them the advantage that going to work will actually help a lot with their mental health uh, because at the end they will realize that it's not as bad as they thought so it will help a lot in the judgment that we have about others when we think that we know better, when we think that uh, we know how many times to wash our hands and be cleaner than other people. So when you're at home, you always have the sentiment and the feeling uh, that what you're doing is really amazing because you're cleaning your own space, you're responsible for a space that anyway will be smaller than an office, so you kind of feel more comfortable. But the the truth is that's not a way to be living anyways and that's not really how you can even grow and improve in your career because in the end it would create more issues if you never actually meet the people face to face so really pushing for people to um slowly come back to work to slowly realize that everything hasn't changed that much uh, prior to the whole situation that started in March and people are, most of us are all going to be okay and already are okay so that's very important in terms of communication for example to be very clear on what is being done for example in the office in terms of um, really physical cleaning of the tables the furniture uh, but also being flexible that people can actually share and talk when they don't feel safe in a certain environment. For instance, maybe having meetings um, in different closed areas or going to lunch together or, for example, ordering food. There is a lot of different topics, for example, that maybe were not necessary to tackle or talk about them uh, prior to this situation that maybe are really necessary uh, to bring to the table as a team and especially as a business owner. And the risk of actually not doing anything uh, is that it may evolve even in chronic pain. If Because in the end, anyway, people know that they have no choice at some point but to go back to the office, even when you have things that physically, for example, need an approval or a signature. So you don't want to really increase anxiety. You don't want to increase pain. And you really do not want to create a lot of damage when it comes to the personal relationships that are in the office. Uh, because we know that when people are really not thinking straight and really are anxious or stressed about a situation, definitely the way they react is going to be in a protective way and really with anger. So having a lack of communication 
can really create that where relationships can start to really deteriorate because people uh, don't know how to talk to each other well. They don't know how to be even vulnerable and saying, look, I'm not comfortable with this. I would rather do that instead. And that's something that as a business owner or as a manager or even as an employee, you can propose, but definitely has to be said and written and something has to, to be done to put people at ease and really make them comfortable to come back. So again, uh, like I was listing uh, during my point, uh, is that you have a lot of different social events, unfortunately, that are going to either very much decrease in the office or even completely not exist. So for example, um, you cannot not have lunch, right? I mean, people are still going to have coffee. People are still going to talk uh, to each other in general. So really having, for example, a different way of having lunch that makes people more comfortable is one way of doing this. Um, having uh, activities. I know just this morning, actually, I just talked to a client about that, about offsites, where that person had a specific budget set for an offsite. And she was thinking, okay, so I'm, I, I'm not going to need this anymore. How can I repurpose the money? Uh, because actually, sometimes it, the, when the company is big, it almost represents a headcount. So I was telling her, well, I mean, maybe you can not do offsite, but there is definitely a lot of things you can invest in the office to actually make employees being more comfortable uh, for them to be able to slowly even think that, for example, going out for a drink or happy hours is something that really um, should be slowly considered uh, even just starting from January. I mean, now is the holidays. A lot of people anyway are going to take off for the end of the year, mid-December, but definitely starting to having these conversations prior to January and start implementing them in the beginning of the year is really going to have a big impact and being really crucial uh, for next year. So that was our first point. Our second point is rethinking your policies and your management style. Uh, so obviously one of the reasons why being physically present in an office is an advantage compared to working remotely is not only because of being face-to-face -face with colleagues, but also in the way the energy is when it comes to uh, working as a group and even thinking together and making the company grow. If you really think just as a simple idea on how to deal with a customer or even thinking of a solution or having a client calling and you just ask that person to hold uh, while you're asking advice to your colleagues, there is a lot of different inter interactions within your um, office space that won't be able to exist and is necessary to your company if people are working remotely. Because when you are in isolation, really you just work, let's say, more uh, like, a, like you're dealing with transactions only instead of really immersing yourself in the job and wanting to improve certain things because you actually feel the energy uh, of working around you. So inadequate safety policies, poor communication definitely is going to be something that will impact your work and your management style if you don't think of changing it. 
And this also goes along with the different policies that are already in place, such as client payment, vendor setup, uh, different deadlines of payment, for instance. There is a lot of policies that already exist. And because all companies are being impacted in the same way, people will really notice when you're rethinking your policies to make things easier for your clients and your vendors that you're really making your effort and you have a great management style that is actually flexible and you're adapting to what is going on around instead of being really rigid into just making money and thinking about your company. And that also will show a lot of respect uh, for your employees' autonomy because they will see that because you're willing to change your management style, you are willing to rethink your policies, they also feel good in the fact that if something happens, they will always be heard. And that is very important because in the end, as a business owner, especially when you have a team, you're not the only one in contact with your clients and you're not the only one talking about your company. So when your employees are actually satisfied, when your employees are actually happy, uh, when your employees actually feel that the way you manage things, the way you lead them is exactly from a human perspective, what they've been uh, looking for, that will be really felt in the, not only the, the revenue that will make so um, the progression of your work, um, but also everything related to performance. Uh, and just the last point before going into our third point is that it will also help a lot people respect each other uh, from a teamwork and collaboration perspective. Uh, because obviously, as the leader, you are the one showing the way. So, for example, if people don't feel comfortable, you are not there to manage everything that they say. And honestly, these are adults, people that are really independent. So that's not why you hire them. So when you show the way by being respectful, changing your management style, rethinking the policies, they know for themselves that they can do the same with any kind of project or work that they're actually dealing with, because that's how you're showing that your company and your vision and your culture is about. So that was our second point, rethinking your policies and management style. And the third and last point of our episode, uh, which I think, in my opinion, is the most important one, is about telling your own story about mental health uh, and also sharing what exactly you are living or you lived during this period. It is very important that you show your human side and not only the business and uh, the business owner side. So... I know that I do that a lot, um, even during my uh, different meetings that I have with my clients, but even in my podcast, if some of you have been listening to me uh, for the last couple of months, I mean, I started only in July and some of you are new. And if you go back to the episode that I have, you will see that I always make sure on purpose to always share personal stories. And the reason for that is that... Um, 
you build credibility when people see that you actually can take a step back to understand what's going on, what happened to you instead of always being in action and never really paying attention. So credibility and respect will really come from the fact that you own your own story and you are able to share your story in a very respectful way that will open a way for other people to be the same. And for our episode this week, I have decided to actually uh, search and found other CEO founders and business owners to actually talk about them as an example because you have tons of them that exist with situations uh, that happen to them whether it's uh, these examples are way more prior to COVID but are still very valid so this also is to show that in any kind of year you will have different kind of issues and this year obviously it is very apparent it is everywhere so people are really talking about it more openly because it is very obvious but the truth is whatever year you're going to live there are going to be a lot of different stressful situations and people that are anxious working for you that deserve also to get attention so the support in terms of mental health for your employees now i'm talking about returning to the office but for instance in the two examples that i'm about to give uh this was not about returning to the office it was just about stress in general and hence why mental health uh, is extremely important to always focus on so the first example is the ceo and founder of cheeseburger and his name is ben har uh, he's actually quite known when it comes to talking about his own struggle. Uh, he wrote an article about that uh, with his suicidal thoughts uh, after a failed startup experience. And um, he's a Korean guy. He's American uh, with... Um, originally from Korea uh, and I really loved not only the way he shared his story, uh, the way he talks about mental health, but how he is actually associating it as well with something that prior to that failed, hence why he's, he was having all of these struggles and issue and how it also helped him a lot building obviously a company um, that is now working very well. So I will link, first of all, I will add his name because I'm not sure that you know, I'm pronouncing it even right. And secondly, I will write down also add the link to the article I'm talking about so you guys can also uh, go and read it. And then our second uh, example of a CEO and founder that talked about his own story about mental health struggle um, is Sean Percival, and he's the co-founder of children closing called Whittleby, um, and he wrote about actually he was um, he wrote about a colleague of him and a former uh, co-founder person that he worked with um, that actually committed suicide in 2013. So obviously you can only imagine that that really impacted his mental health, uh, and he really encouraged people after that uh, that anyone struggling as an entrepreneur or CEO or business owner uh, struggling with mental health to speak up and also ask for help. Um, 
and this is not very simple because a lot of people uh, are actually scared that if they start sharing their fear and the fact that sometimes uh, they are insecure about certain situations, they will lose respect. Um, but in the contrary, I believe that when it's really um, it's said and it's and it's and it's out there even your employees and the people around will be in a better position again to really help you, not because they will have a solution for you, but because they will know even for them how to act differently. Um, I don't really think that anyone can really fix anyone and anyone else's problem. We are all very much responsible for our own, but our environment when people are actually independent and they understand the love that they can bring, um, because of a certain situation, at least to me, I found it very important. Uh, I have never found anyone, for instance, for me that can solve my problems, but having people that are very supportive, that are very loving, that are really encouraging, uh, really helps a lot. And especially when they are doing things on their own, that really shows that it's possible and they have a positive energy. So really coming back to, um, telling your own story that is really about that is that uh it doesn't have to be uh, something that is dramatic it doesn't have to be something that you share um just one time it can be small comments it can be small stories it can just be even something related to a specific meeting you're having so actually mix it with a topic of conversation the way to, the ways to actually talk and speak up and ask for help indirectly are endless and it's really possible to do it in a very uh let's say structured way for your employees to understand that it's also uh, a way for you to open up and let them know that it's okay uh, and even recommend it for them to also uh, share the stories to be really be working in a safe uh, environment so that is it for our episode uh, for this Friday, support employees' mental health to return to the office. And just quickly to recap before closing, our first point was the cost of saying or doing nothing. The second point was rethinking your policies and management style. And the third point was telling your own story. So I really hope you guys had an amazing first week of December. Uh, and you enjoyed our second episode today. Thank you so much for again joining me. I really appreciate you and I appreciate your time. I wish you an amazing Friday and a beautiful weekend. And I will talk to you again next Tuesday for our business episode. Thank you very much and bye.